here's something you might not know about me. I have a really bad attitude about Halloween. Really bad. Not good. And if you love Halloween, I'm not judging you much. Hardly at all. Okay, I'm still working on it. Hello, Veg Heads, Veg Your Besties. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week encouraging you to eat more plants and challenge yourself to set an impossible goal and blow your own mind about what you are capable of. Episode 60 where I confess to being a Halloween hater. So it's true. I am. I'm a Halloween hater, and it's not the emotion of hating Halloween that you may be able to detect in my voice. It's a cold. I brought a pretty bad cold with me on Tuesday from France. Three negative COVID tests, so just a cold. And back to hating Halloween. When my kids were little and they would say they hated something, I would correct them and say, no, no, you just don't prefer it. So I don't prefer Halloween. And no, it's not based on any religious beliefs. I just think, I think it's an enormous commercial waste of time, energy, and money on items that are full of sugar and chemicals or that will immediately go to the trash heap. I know I'm not the most fun gal you've ever met, but I'm not actually against fun. Halloween just really gets under my skin. And I won't bore you with all the reasons they make sense to me. And they probably won't change your mind one little bit if you think Halloween is a blast. Why am I bringing this up? Well, one, because it's Halloween. Two, because in life coaching, we talk all the time about how our thoughts are always creating our results. Remember the think, feel, act cycle that Brooke Castillo calls the model. When my kids were little, my negative thoughts about Halloween resulted in, honestly, in unnecessary tension and a definite lack of fun and closeness on Halloween. I guess I could have kept my political, environmental, health, psychosocial, economic judgments about Halloween and just focused my thoughts on creating closeness and fun with my kids. And to be fair, I did try. But I tried to take the action of having Halloween fun with the kids from a thought that was something along the lines of, oh my goodness, this is such a huge waste of time. And when I think, this is such a huge waste of time, I end up 
feeling things like annoyance or burdened or resentful? And how do you think my actions of trick-or-treating, preparing costumes or parties turn out when those actions are fueled by feelings like annoyance or burdened or resentful? I bet you can guess. And I think my kids are still having the Halloween flashbacks of Mommy Hates Halloween. So the interesting thing is, in life coaching, we can use that model, the think-feel-act cycle, to really draw awareness to how we are contributing or actually creating our own results. And if those results are not what we want, the place to begin is with our thoughts, not our actions. Because if if my default thought is Halloween is a huge waste of time, there's not much I'll be able to do that won't carry a residue of that thought and the negative feelings that that thought creates. And even more, along the way, I'll be undoubtedly finding all kinds of evidence that I'm right. I'm right all along the way that it is indeed a huge waste of time. So you may be asking, well, what are you supposed to do if you actually do believe Halloween is a huge waste of time? Are you supposed to just believe, no, it's a blast, that it's the best holiday, that Halloween is this awesome opportunity for wholesome family closeness? Well, I don't know. How about I try those thoughts on? In coaching, we talk about this idea of trying on thoughts. First of all, it reminds us that our thoughts are actually always optional. We don't always remember that we do choose our thoughts. And very often, we've chosen those thoughts so long ago we forgot that we chose them. And the less that it seems true that we do choose our thoughts, the more expansiveness we have in store for ourselves. Really, we say those thoughts. We say them. We try them out. We check in with how they feel. Most times when we say a thought out loud, we feel, we get a sensation of feeling. Sometimes it's in our gut or our throat or solar plexus or the chest. Sometimes I feel it in my back or my shoulders. It's not one way. There's no one size fits all. We humans, by the time we get to adulthood, we've incorporated lots and lots of thoughts and feelings. And by incorporated, I actually mean incorporate in the body. We've actually embodied many of our feelings. I'm sure I'm sure you know how some feelings give you that butterflies in the stomach feeling, others a sense of pressure in the chest, or nausea, or breathlessness, lightness, warmth or cold, tension, or openness. So we can talk about Halloween here today and my thoughts because, well, to be honest, I have never ever ever done any coaching or thought work on Halloween. Because now that my kids are all adults, I don't even try to make Halloween nice for anyone. 
I just typically have my same old judgy thoughts that it's awful. And since I no longer have to deal with costumes, trick-or-treating, parties, homework on Halloween night, school requirements, rationing out the amount of candy, or any other sort of Halloween parenting issue for three kids, I can just walk around with my bad Halloween attitude, and it doesn't really impact anyone else anymore. But if it did, how would I go about it? And if you love Halloween, what's wrong with you? Just kidding. I mean, if you love Halloween, what's something you've got a practiced bad attitude about? Some people really hate Christmas as it has evolved in our day in society for some of the same reasons that I hate Halloween. Because of commercialism, waste, ideas of forced family togetherness and fellowship and emphasis on materialism and unhealthy food. And I totally get all of that. But I still have lovely, warm, fuzzy thoughts and feelings about Christmas. Why? Why? Because even though I have some of the same thoughts about waste, hypocrisy, commercialism, materialism, I have a stronger thought that Christmas is an opportunity to share religious and cultural traditions with our family and friends. So a lot of the negative thoughts just don't bother me very much. It's not that Halloween is good or a problem. Halloween is just a date on the calendar. But I have the thought that a lot of what goes on around that concept of Halloween is a waste. And it's not that Christmas is good or a problem. It's another date on the calendar that many of us have thoughts about. And we often, we often forget that distinction between circumstances and our thoughts. We think those thoughts are just true, especially when we have strong thoughts and feelings and when we've practiced them for a long, long time. So back to trying on thoughts. Currently, I don't think it makes any difference in my life or relationships if I have a bad attitude about Halloween. But I do have a grandchild who's currently too young to understand Halloween. But it's possible in the future I might want to consider having a less miserable attitude about October 31st. So I guess I could try on the thought Halloween is the best holiday. And what do you think? That would just not work. <laughs> what if I said Halloween is the best holiday and check in with how that feels? Well, it feels absurd, fake, untrue. So when I say that in coaching, we are always looking at our thoughts and noticing the ways that our thoughts are creating results in our lives, I'm not talking about simply positive thinking, positive affirmations, everything is awesome. Thinking Halloween is awesome is not going to work for me. It doesn't resonate as possible in my body, and I feel shut down when I think that. But I will tell you what does feel a bit more open, more expansive, more possible in my chest and in my solar plexus when I say it. 
Halloween can be any way I want it. Halloween can be any way I want it. There's a little bit of resistance. It feels good and then I feel that, but, 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 what about all the garbage and cheap candy and corporations, yada, yada, yada. Halloween can be any way I want it. No, it does not fix all the things I don't like about October 31st or the culture or the garbage or the dental consequences, but neither did my thought that Halloween is a huge waste. But when I think Halloween can be any way I want it, I feel less judgment. I feel less antipathy towards others. I feel responsibility. I feel ownership. I feel empowered. And those feelings fuel actions of, well, noticing what I might like to share with my grandchildren in the future. How I might like to demonstrate healthier choices for them and for the earth. How I might like to vote with my time and my dollars or share my thoughts with others, like on a podcast. Now you, what's something you are having a bad attitude about right now? Maybe it's not Halloween. Maybe it's a job, a relationship, a political issue, a news item, a home or car maintenance issue, a holiday Take a few minutes to notice the story, the sentences that you've been repeating to yourself about that thing. Maybe you've been thinking it's wrong or it's a waste or it's insolvable. Maybe you're thinking, you know, it's all who you know and he shouldn't get away with it. She should be more responsible. It shouldn't be legal. I'm too old. It's just going to get worse. If you're like, well, every other human, these thoughts feel very, very, very true. And you could, I'm sure, give me a lot of evidence that it is. And if you want to keep those thoughts, you're welcome to do so. But, but, if you notice that the thought underpinning your bad attitude keeps you in a cycle of judgment or blame, or it doesn't offer you a productive way of building relationships or influence or growing your leadership. Let's work on those thoughts together. Because it's my belief, it is my experience that those areas where we think we have the least power or the fewest options typically can point us, can reorient us to our greatest power. And the fun thing is that in coaching with thought work, it really, it really doesn't matter which lousy, bad attitude, low vibe thought you start with. It's not like my contemptuous Halloween judgments are a specific issue now in my life. Everybody who knows or loves me gets it. They get, I'm a Halloween Scrooge. 
But just this exercise today for this podcast, just this experiment, trying on another thought, Halloween for me can be any way I want. Well, it reorients me maybe in a dozen other ways to notice, to notice where my energy and my attitude have been pulled in a direction where I have less control and how things are bad and away from where I can still make a difference or show up the way I want to. Every time, every time you judge and blame and show up with contempt or derision or condescension, it's an opportunity. We all do it. It's part of how our brains make sense and organize in a complex, overwhelming world where we struggle with what to spend our time and energy on. Halloween today is my trivial example to try and introduce this idea. Because many of us who are limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products can find ourselves in this mindset often. We look around, we see the environmental, the ethical, the health impacts of animal agriculture, and it can bring out a lot of judgment, condemnation, derision, and blame. It can feel very overwhelming and as if no one understands what seems so obviously true to us. And those thoughts, that level of feeling can be tiring. It can be alienating. It can be dispiriting. And some of us may get, some of us may get very angry and others of us may get apathetic. And it can lead to ruptured relationships or shallow and insincere attachments. Listen, it's not up to me to decide how you want to show up. But I want to offer that you can show up with love and leadership, with connection and honest communication, even with people who do not see this the same way yet. Especially with people who don't see this the same way yet. We can make it a very, very big problem that others are not seeing it the same way, or we can concentrate on how we can show up and do this any way we want. We can own our own power and show up in our greatest integrity. You know, I had a number of ahas on our trip in France this month that I will be sharing in the weeks ahead. I guess after spending week after week after week during the pandemic doing things pretty much the same way as the week before, this was an opportunity to see a few things with fresh eyes. And I want to discuss those. Fresh eyes, ways in which many of us might be more effective as we practice being vegans, vegetarians, or plant-based. So that is coming up. And also coming up is November 1st, which I would actually like to give more attention to than Halloween. November 1st is World Vegan Day, and November is World Vegan Month. Last year, 
I did a video every single day from November 1 to January 1. I haven't quite decided how it's going to look this year. But what I do know is that Halloween, for me, can be any way I want. And World Vegan Month, for me, can be any way I want. What about you, my veggie bestie? What are you going to own this month? Where are you going to focus on your own impact, your own growth and leadership, regardless of what others are choosing? What if it isn't actually sad or bad or annoying what's going on in the world? What if it's actually your opportunity to take this one magnificent life seriously? and use it the way you want. Let me know if I can help. Happy Halloween, VegHeads. Happy World Vegan Day. Happy World Vegan Month. I'll be talking to you soon. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So, until next week, make it easy and veg your best.